You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. Father God, I come to you now. Lord, I just am amazed and honored by your presence. Lord, I thank you for these ladies that are here tonight. I thank you for their families. I thank you for their willingness to be here to hear what you have brought, Lord. And Lord, as we begin to show and talk about the ministry, Lord, that you have revealed to me, I just pray that you open their minds and their hearts and their direction of where you want them to be placed. Lord, their urgency is there. The war zone is out there, Lord, and we've got to go with urgency. I just pray these things in your precious holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to start with what we're doing first, and then I'll go into a little bit of my Bible study. But tonight we're going to talk about building relationships. Everybody needs relationships. Everybody needs someone. Um, Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, whether it's someone at work. You feel better sometimes when you um, air to someone or you just lend an ear or you just give a hug. It can change your day in a matter of a blink of an eye. So we're going to use this ministry, um, and it's going to be basically, I haven't determined, Lorinda, have we determined what it was going to be called specifically yet? Other than building relationships. Um, We've got single moms ministry. Um, we talked about doing a single mom's pantry. I didn't really like that idea, but I liked what I'm leaning towards is building relationships. That's really where I'm leading. So we have a lot of single moms that are out in our community, a lot of single moms. Um, I work at a own leapfrog child care, and I can tell you probably out of my enrollment, I would say at least 70% are single moms. Um, And I would also adventure out to say that probably out of those 70, that 70%, there's two to three kids in each household. And so that's a lot of burden on that mom. You know, you go, oh, kids, no. I'm I'm thinking about the, the strength that that mom has to carry those three or two or three or whatever, however many children that they've got. What a great responsibility. And they don't have possibly that other significant other or that spirit-led friendship or neighbor to help direct them, not only with immediate relief, but with resources as such as maybe they don't know how to get housing. Maybe they don't know how to go to take the steps to get food stamps. Maybe they don't know about the sundown pantry. Um, The biggest resource is being uplifted, um, and that's where we come into play. So I put together a basket. Um, We've already got somebody that's going to provide these baskets. There's no expense to the church. Um, And we are going to do it in a simpler way so it's doable and reachable. And nobody gets left out as far as the community because we're not going to go into their home and then just drop them. This is a relationship that we're building. 
Um, so there's a few things that have been donated. Um, I believe Melissa's, you donated some things, or, or and Jamie Posada's donated some things. Um, but the basket just comes with all these things in it. And, and then I went to Walmart. I'll tell you a little bit about how it came about. Went to Walmart, and I'm like, Laura, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what it is it's exactly that you're wanting me to compile. I don't know what the need is. I mean, you could sit and go, okay, what if they got kids? Okay, well, what if they've got a grandma that's, I mean, you can sit and wear yourself out. So I'm like, I'm going to start walking, and you're going to show me what it is that needs to be in these baskets. So first thing off the top was food. You've got to be filled with nutri nutrients. Um, that warm spaghetti dinner, green beans, and a fruit. Then we've got some snacks, um, you know, for, for whatever. Um, and then the Lord began to show me they need to know that they're beautiful. They need to know that they have self-worth because they've got such a great responsibility of taking care of these children that they need to feel like they have confidence in themselves to be able to go out into the workforce, to be able to provide for these kids. So I began to get toothpaste and shampoo and bath soap and deodorant specifically for that parent. Um, we're going to also include in here the paper that has all those resources that I told you about. Housing utilities, South Plains Rural Health Services, food stamps, TANF, Medicaid. We're, not, we're going to equip them, equip them with resources. I would like to get applications, but everything right now is online because of the COVID. So we can only, I, I've got phone numbers and I've got links if they've got computers. But irregardless, we've got a list of resources here. And we're going to help them, and we're going to make sure they understand what it is to how to go about in getting a hold and, and getting set up on these. We also are going to put in there a like a half sheet of the church information, the pastor's name, the youth pastor, the ministries, and it's going to have the church information and the, and the schedules of the services and stuff. That's going to be here. There's going to also be a Bible in here. Um, and there's, we've got our, which I don't know if y'all been by the office over here in the church office, but this is, this is amazing. These are called open windows. This is a summer session, and it's just daily devotions. Um, and today it was on abandoning what is right. So y'all, y'all swallow that. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we're going to put coupons in there. We're going to give them all kinds of information to jumpstart and to enter into the doorway of their homes. This is the key. This is all this is, is a key to step inside and then begin building relationships and nurturing. I went to a lady's house today because I heard there was a need. Um, and the whole time I was there, she just wept and wept, and wept. And um, I just told her that she was greatly missed. And I said, I know you're not here. I, I, I know where you sit, and you're, you haven't been here in a while, and you are greatly missed. And, um, and we conversated for about 30 minutes. But by the time, I mean, I left, I know we hugged four times. But for me to go, or for you to go, and to take that time to stop, 
just to say, you're missed, or you matter. And I told her, that's what I told her. I said, you matter to me um, because your smile, and she would smile. I said, your smile brings a warm sensation over me that is a, a it is a, the Holy Spirit, because I know she's saved, that is agreeing with one another that this is good for you to come. I said, I can't go from Sunday uh, to not go to church and to be able to make it through the week. I can't imagine. Even if it's through Google Meet, I, I got to be fed. I have to be fed. Um, and so, but anyways, uh, I, I just did that this morning to, just because it, somebody had come to me and requested that, and, and absolutely. So what we're going to do is a couple of things, and I really want you to pray about it. Um, I'm not asking you to do all of it. We're going to do cards every two weeks. We're going to send a card to them. I've already got one, two, three, four, five, six names on my list. But we're going to do cards at least every two weeks. We're going to do phone calls at least every week. And I'd like to do visits at least once a week. Um, and if, you know, that doesn't mean that Let's say Lorenda goes and does visits. Well, then I might want to do cards, and Teresa may want to make the phone calls. Do you see how we've divided that out? That's how we're going to do it. Now, if we have more that want to do visits, man, that's amazing. That's amazing because I'm a hugger, and when I hug somebody, I, it just gives me a, a different, complete feeling than if I was to walk by them and just, hey, or hi. You know, I, I feel like I'm a part of that family, of her family. And so it's, it's just, you know, natural affection touching is just greatly, it's just greatly needed, especially in the time that we are in because of isolation. Nobody likes to be in isolation. Um, if I may speak on Helen, Helen is in Hickory House. My mom and dad, my mom's in Hickory House, and there's not a time I don't go by Hickory and see my mom that I don't go run into Helen. I just, she's just my family. And you should see her smile every time she sees me. She can, she can be around in the, in the lunchroom and hear me in the front, and here she comes. That's how much of an impression that it makes. Um, and you really won't probably understand the full capacity of what it is to, to tell someone they're missed or that you love them or that, you know, uh, I, I'm praying for you or I will be back to check on you. Um, it is just, it's, you know, and I asked her, I said, first I asked her if I could hug her, and she said yes. But then I asked her, I said, can I come back? You know, do you mind? Do you welcome me back? And um, she said, absolutely. So this is something that Loranda and I and Parker have been together, and we've talked about on a couple of um, visits, uh, our meetings, and we are just different times so passionate about it. It was Parker's vision from God. Lorenda was already doing what she was doing. Um, and then her suggestion came up, and then I came out and spoke it up. And so it's just the combination of the three is just like, we've, we've got to do this. This is just something that's got to be done. So I will be asking. Um, I've got names, um, and... You can choose the person that you would like um, to, to use that nurturing to. Um, I know Merlene is now home, 
and she does need to be nurtured too. I took her one of those little devotional books today. She, I beat her before she got home, so I didn't get to see her. Um, Merlene is another one, um, like Elaine, that is, and Teresa, that has played part in my life, for, it seems like forever, um, and so has great meaning to me, great meaning to me. Okay, so in saying that, um, does anyone have any comments or any, yes? Through the glass. I will encourage you to, to, to not go into people's homes. I would encourage that. Um, because some of, these, some of these ladies do have illnesses. Um, um, some of them are widows and some of them are not. Some of these ladies are just a single lady. Um, but like Laurie is one of them. Um, I would encourage you to just let her see your face. Um, I'm telling you, sometimes just a smile and say, I love you, is just all you need. That's just all you need. Um, and so, yes, yes. I know. And I ask. Yeah. The lady that I visited today, the lady that I visited today, I stood in front of my car at a good six-foot distance, and I asked her, I said, you know, can, may I approach, or are you okay, are you comfortable with me coming? And she said, oh, yes, and so I did. So from the minute I got out of my car, I got permission first. But I would recommend not going in their homes right now because we're out and about, and we don't want to take anything into their homes. Is Marlene home alone? She is not. She has a son. Um, I believe his name is Marcus, and he's there with her. So, um, but there again, when I knocked on her door, I didn't even go in. Um, I understand the circumstances, and um, but that Merlene is just, she, she can see you in the street, and she's just giddy. Um, I just, and it's just, she needs that right now. It's, um, there's urgency there for her. So, um, and I'm not going to limit you to one person. If you, if you are like, you know what, I'm going to take three ladies, and I'm going to do all three. You know, I just want to not, we have everyday lives, and we have things and people that we take care of in our lives, um, That, but I want you to include them as part of, is what I'm trying to do, um, so they're not forgotten. These are ladies that, um, and individuals that are part of this church. This is an outreach outside of our church, okay? This is the difference. Um, we're going to, I'm not sure if we're going to go and put it on the marquee. We are only going to hand out a basket a week. Um, uh, and at that time, Melissa has given great interest in um, running with this and with, of course, Lorenda and I are support. So Melissa is going to be a huge part in this. And, um, and it helps because she's probably more their age. Um, so she could you know, maybe be able to help direct her a little better than maybe Lorenda and I. But we're going to, Lorenda and I are going to be the ones backing y'all up. We're going to be just as involved. But our prayers over y'all is what, you know, for God to speak through you, for God, even if you don't say a word, for God to use you 
in a smile or whatever. Um, I just feel like right now we are in a war zone, and I know that every one of y'all know that. We are in a war zone. We are in a COVID war zone. We are in a political war zone. Um, our families are uproar because we can't see family that are away. And so everybody is really getting a little stir crazy. And that's what I'm going to talk about tonight is the fact that this is a time of, of war. This is a time of not only of the chaos outside of there, but this is a time of, of um, of spiritual warfare. Either people are running to the churches or they're running away because of the fear of the COVID or for whatever the reason. Um, people are turning more to their own reasoning or maybe they're not turning to anything. Maybe they're just lost. And so they have no outlet and we've got to be that outlet for them in a safe way. Um, so my question to you before we, when we get started on this is, what is your battle cry in this war zone? Do you have a battle cry? What is your, have you thought about, you know, when, when you see old war movies and such, you know, they always talk about the battle cry. What is your battle cry? Is it fear, determination, That's good. But we all need to have a battle cry. We all need to march forward into it, taking, taking the, the Holy Spirit with us, leading us in the direction that He wants us to go. Um, and we have to go into battle equipped. We can't go out there all alone and, and not prepared. Um, you're going to go into some of these homes if you're allowed, and you may see um, disarray. You may see, you know, um, holes on the floor. You may see no food in the cabinets. You know, no telling what you'll see. Um, but that just shows you that you're more, and there's more of a purpose for you being there. And so once you get there, what is your battle cry? Um, mine is... Lord, please help me just get one more. Help me reach one more. Help me pass by someone and smile at one more and one more and one more. That is my battle cry, is Lord, one more. Um, Jesus didn't just exist. He traveled by city, led by the Spirit always, and he made himself available to all who believed, to all who didn't believe, reaching and teaching and healing. He went out into the world, into the lost world. And so we must do the same. Um, and Matthew 9.35 is where that, it talks about, um, well, let me just go there. Let me get my glasses on. It stinks to get old. <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm, it's okay. 
And, and it says it in 935, and Jesus went about the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness, every disease among the people. And when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. This community is like, like a flock without a shepherd. And we are that shepherd. We have to go out there and we have to collect and we have to nurture and we have to help people get back on the right track through love and kindness. Um, Jesus brought us the three greatest gifts that we will ever need, and that is faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of those is love. So we have to do this out of love. We have to understand that this is a world that is not seeing what true love is. Because true love is without judgment. True love is without envy. True love is who He is. Um, and we, my speaking for myself, stand in that way lots of times. Um, but I don't get discouraged. I, I continue forward out, into the, out with my battle cry. Lord, just one more. Um, I am not going by my writing, so I've already completed what I wanted. Um, in 1 Corinthians, thirteen. It talks about, uh, 4 through 7, it talks about charity separeth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemingly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinks no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hope all things, and endures all things. Charity or love never fails. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. And I'm going to skip down to 13. It says, Now abide faith, hope, and charity, or love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So that is what I want. That's what this is about, is, is about loving these people regardless of their circumstances. Using this as a tool um, to begin to nurture the physical body, to be able to nurture that their spiritual part of their, of them. Um, and it may change up a little bit. The need may be a little different to where uh, we need to change or add or, uh, but I've just had, I had somebody else lay some uh, teeth cleaning picks in there on the basket. So somebody's always depositing something 
and I think it's Jamie Posadas that's doing because she's amazing that way. Um, but suggestions or recommendations are always, and if you know of a need or a lady of a single mom that you know that uh, could use a starter kit um, to where we can start building these relationships and you know the needs, then we will equip it with the needs. Um, like I said, these are automatically furnished um, and I would like to start using them as soon as we know a need. Um, Lorenda and I are gonna go to Melissa and then we'll let Melissa go disperse out um, to whoever would like to partake and be a part of this. Um, I encourage you to, to do so. Uh, like I stated, you don't have to live in Sundown to be a part of this. You can make phone calls or a card um, and write a little note in it and it's just as powerful um, as it would be to, to see him in person. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.